Welcome to the BJC Experience, where I set me and my listeners a 30-day challenge to focus on their side hustle or their main hustle, to stop procrastinating and take their first step in building their business, their product, or their service, to take that leap into the unknown and build something that can be left for generations to come. Tune in for the next 30 days. What's up, my beautiful people? All right, so to jump straight in, uh, goals today. I created an Instagram page for my podcast, so that's going to be uh, underscore b.jc experience. That's on Instagram. So the idea of that is just to help promote different things, you know. So if I'm running a competition, it's going to be easier to try and promote that rather than having a listener try and jump back into the podcast, try and find the exact point that I started discussing or talking about it and then being able to take information will just be, you know, easy access. It'll be straight there, more visual uh, than audio. And yeah, and I'll also like, you know, p- post little important pieces that I felt, you know, should be taken away from the podcast uh, and just other little bits like that that I'm going to try and, and, you know, aim to do that a little bit more regularly uh, as well as actually get this podcast out. So that that's one of the things I did today. I also signed up for prescription of place it, which is to do with um, putting your your logo and your brand onto onto different products to help advertise through models and things like that, rather than just being like, all right, sweet, I've designed this shirt, I've got my brand, I've got my label, let's post a picture of that onto onto your website without actually having you know uh, models or a photo shoot or any of that. It's just it's just making it easier to do that. So it takes a hard work out of that, but it obviously is a monthly subscription. So going to try and benefit from that as, as much as I possibly can. My aim is to focus a little bit more on Destination Bliss, which is my, it's my new clothing brand that I'm, I've been working on. I've put Solitary Moment into the background just because I was a little bit worried that I may lose my, um, my designs due to copyright. So I was just using Destination Bliss as as more of a template to work off. So I can start to build that, I can gain a little bit more experience and then, you know, the things that do work, uh, I can take away. If things fail, then I can you know, learn from that experience and then also take that away to work towards solitary moments. Uh, the course that I was working on, or that I'm currently working on, I have, uh, I've, I've started doing a little bit more of that again today. I have more to do, so I will progress with that later later in the day. Uh, I've read 50 pages of one of my books, but I do anticipate to read a little bit more of another one. Just the constant reading is really, you know, just keeping my brain in the zone. It's keeping it alert. You know, if I pick up a new idea, I go back straight to my, uh, my journal, my notes book, and I just write it down. You know, even if it may not be too too significant i just you know anything helps everything helps i've literally got three books now um three journals previous to the one i'm currently writing and that i've just started flicking through again um for previous ideas and things literally from day one from day dot uh to be able to reflect on that and it's really interesting to see you know how i've progressed different things i've added in where i started to think of the idea of the names how i started to think of the idea of of what to do product-wise. I actually really got a little bit upset a few weeks ago because the first book I thought I had started writing in, I couldn't find any of the information I recall actually putting in and I was really getting stressed out. But 
Turns out I actually had it in a different book that I was using for work and it was just in the back of the book reversed. And so I located that today and I've just been flicking through that and it turns out I've literally, uh, I started a lot later than what I, I, I thought I originally did. So the amount of stuff I've, I've actually achieved is, you know, solely been, you know, um, probably in 2020, there's been about a week that it went into um, December last year. So I feel... I feel like I've progressed a lot more than what I thought I first first actually had. So it's it's really it's really exciting knowing knowing how much work and and time I've put aside into this because it's my passion. It's what I really enjoy doing. And to be able to look back and you know just get this warm fuzzy feeling and like goosebumps down my arms, being like, holy fuck! Like look at all this stuff I've actually been able to you know record down, being able to write. I've documented everything from the start and. You know, it makes me really happy knowing, you know, I can bring that back and anytime I want to talk about it or look at it or discuss something with you that I really struggled with or that was like an obstacle or a hurdle, I'm able to do that. And and that's one of the things Gary Vee talks about, that he really, he regrets that he never started documenting his wine library from the very beginning because he said previous to being of age and able to actually help his, help his parents and actually drink the alcohol, he said he tasted you know, different things. And one of the examples was he actually started tasting dirt um, to sort of uh, get different tastes of, of, of the basis of what wines would taste like. Because I think he actually looked it up and, and discovered that, you know, there were several different things you could sort of use to help um, help your palate recognize tastes uh, without actually using wine as one as the example of the alcohol and so dirt was actually one of those and I found that really intriguing and he said he got upset that he never actually was able to document that and record that and that's what we should really be focusing on is you know if we're trying to set up all our social platforms is you know rather than trying to just get heaps of content out or get content that you feel like you know your viewers will appreciate he's like just be honest honest and and be truthful and just you know just document things, you know, get that out and make that what you're using as your content, that what you're actually, you know, presenting to your consumers, to your viewers, because they appreciate that. They, you know, they're able to connect with you more knowing that, you know, you may be on a level that they're on or you may be, you know, a few levels ahead, but you're actually, you know, being more genuine and being more tr- uh, trustworthy and truthful and, and down to earth. And that's, that's where you can win over a lot more. Uh, is is you know helping them be a part of your journey you know rather than feeling like you know you haven't achieved enough or you're not at a level where your mentor's at or a level where um one of your visionaries is at and you're just like all right I can't expose myself I can't let them know what I'm doing I can't show them anything you know just be open be honest let people know where you are let people know what you're doing you know because they're going to help you they're going to be more understanding you know they're going to sympathize and that's that's you know one of the greatest things is to be able to be able to sympathize and and just feel a connection with the person you're watching because it makes you want to watch more it makes you want to immerse yourself you feel more intrigued you know you just want to keep going so yeah just be honest be truthful one thing i want you guys to take away today is uh during my break i watched a film uh i got a little bit sidetracked and i did end up watching the whole thing but i i found it 
informative. It was called Big Fish, uh, and the producer was Tim Burton. He's also produced Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, as well as Alice in Wonderland. And the film was about a guy called Edward Bloom, and um, he was at his son's wedding, and he was telling a story, and he sort of, he wasn't trying to, but he did what he, he knew best, and he, you know, was, was storytelling. And um, it was about catching an enormous fish using his wedding ring as bait. And his son, Will, having heard these stories all his life, believed them to be lies. And he sort of had a falling out with his father. And he didn't really have a connection with his father, you know, from that point forward until about three years later when his father was actually diagnosed with cancer. And so he went back to visit and he was hope, hoping care for his father. And that's pretty much where the story starts. And his wife came with him, who was also pregnant. Um, and the father, Edward, started to explain his whole life story to, to, uh, to Will's wife, to his son's wife. And I found it really, you know, interesting because, you know, he was over-exaggerating all these stories and they seemed so make-believe, but he was so passionate and so so seemingly honest about it. You know, he wasn't trying to fabricate. He was just trying to be who he was and to, to entertain. And Will was getting really upset, feeling like he actually knew nothing about his father and he felt like his whole childhood was full of lies. Um... And one of the stories that Edward actually told Will's wife or his daughter-in-law was a story about when he was younger and they went and knocked on the house of a of a, a old lady's door and she was apparently supposedly a witch and she had a glass eye and if you looked into the glass eye you saw how you died uh and he he saw how he died and when he was laying on his on his deathbed or when he was laying you know in his in his bed and home with cancer his son said, uh, do you see how you die? Is this how you die? Um, and Edward goes, no, this isn't how I die. But I am dying. And Will didn't understand that because that's one of the stories like Edward never told, Edward never told Will. Uh, and then it got right to the end where he was in hospital and he was close to dying. And uh, Edward asked Will, you know, like, oh, Tell, tell me the story. Tell me the the, the story about about the witch and, and and what I saw. And Will was like, I don't I don't know what you saw. Um. And then Ed was like, just just tell me tell me what happened. Tell me how I died. And Will just started to, you know. He sort of was piecing together all the different stories that his father had told him over the years, and sort of, you know, created a happy a happy ending for his father. And you know. The the final finish was uh, Edward turning into a fish, the fish that he had told uh, in the very beginning at, at Will's wedding, and Edward turned into this fish and, and just went off into the water, and then that's the moment Edward actually passed away. And it turns out that the what he saw in the eye of the witch in the very beginning was actually Will finally coming to terms that, you know, Edward didn't fabricate these stories. He didn't make them up. You know, he maybe just over-exaggerated them a little bit. Um, and it says, At the funeral, Will and Josephine, which is uh, Will's wife, are surprised when all the people of Edward's close stories come to the service. Through each one is slightly less uh, fantastical, fantastical, sorry, um, version than described. So obviously, you know, he over-exaggerated a little bit, but the idea of the whole thing was that, you know, he enjoyed 
every moment and he, he made the best of every situation and that's sort of what I want you guys to take away is that um, you know Will finally understood his father's love for life. He had a passion for life. Edward loved everything about life and he wanted to have a story about every single moment, you know, because everything had a purpose and everything had a meaning. And that's really what I wanted you guys to take away is sort of that, you know, I found it so fascinating that no matter, you know, if it was a bad day or if it was a good day, he had a positive thing to say or a positive, you know, outlook, a positive, um, a positive takeaway. And that's that's sort of the main thing is that, you know, Everything, you know, happens for a reason. You know, you've got good things, you've got bad things. And you can't just have good days every single day because then you know what? You have no idea what a bad day is if you only have good days. And then if you only have bad days, you have no idea what a good day is. So you have the bad days to be able to have a good day. And, you know, having having that sort of understanding perspective is is just, it's an incredible, incredible thing to be able to do. And so that's sort of the takeaway I know I sort of over-exaggerated and I just, I went on a little bit too much there and, you know, I apologize for that, you know, that's, it was sort of just trying to pull all those things out of my head. Um, but yeah, just, just take the best out of every situation and know that, you know, you're putting in everything you possibly can put in, okay? And if you feel like you're doing the very best you can, it doesn't matter what other people say. Just take the best out of every situation because good days have bad days, but bad days create the good days. So please remember that. And I will jump back in again uh, tomorrow with a little bit more of an update, a little bit more progression of my goals that I'm hopefully um, trying to get a few more Instagram pages up just for my Destination Bliss and my Solitary Moments so I can push those a little bit more. I can get a little bit more backing support. I'm going to explain to you guys how to actually try and get um, a few more followings just through using hashtags and how to do a little bit of trial and error and see what works best for you because it is, you know, it is a, it is a unique thing where it's going to be different for every single person that's actually trying to pursue or, you know, chase followers or set up their Instagram pages or set up their socials um, because you guys are all targeting different demographics. You're targeting different people for different things because your products, your services, they're all going to be different. They're all going to vary. So I'm going to teach you guys how to actually sort of hone in and, and hit you, hit your demographic, hit, hit your target, make it a little bit more unique to your service or your product. So that's sort of what I'm going to be focusing on, uh, tomorrow during that podcast. So, um, tune in again tomorrow. Thank you guys. I love you very much. Uh, good luck with everything you're doing and keep grinding. Take a break, watch a sick movie, but don't give up. Keep coming back knowing the best is yet to come. Awesome. Thanks, guys.